0: To Expounded Universe, Season 24, Episode 7. History would prove them to be roommates. The book is Shadows Rising by Madeline Rue, the year 2020, Chapter 17 through 19, with your host Jeff and John, who are not the roommates. Let's go! <laughs> welcome back to expounded universe the world of warcraft novel discussion podcast for the moment for the moment for for a few weeks more for just a handful of weeks i don't really probably maybe two three more episodes something like that we got a few more weeks and then i got to figure out some that, that's six weeks so even if it's three episodes, it's like six weeks, so I got a while to think about what we're going to do next. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. I, for a second, I was- I'm Jeff, by the way, that's John. Uh-huh. I, I I was starting to get worried about what we would do next. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's going to be some Star Wars book. It's not, yeah. It doesn't take that much worry. No. Yeah. <laughs> definitely some Star Wars book. I definitely don't need to fret. Maybe mm-hmm. I should do one of them new ones, one of them high republics. Hmm. This republic is so high. So high right now. <laughs> this republic ain't shit the republic three hours later (laughs) this republic can't hold its uh so uh so how are you i'm good things are going good i'm fucking playing wow again and that's your problem buddy that is my problem no my problem is fucking shadowlands I, as a book that leads into Shadowlands, I am now angry at this book. Oh, because it because Shadowlands is not very good, or the Shadowlands can eat my entire asshole. Now, what if, I, what if it was good during that? I mean, because neither of us played it while it was current. Now it's the thing you endure for the first sixteen minutes of leveling through fifth from fifty to sixty, and then you're like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, the problem I have is that, <laughs> like, I had thought when everyone was like, "Man, this expansion sucks," I was like, "Oh, that's weird." I mean, it's just stupid afterlife stuff i guess if you're not into that because it has nothing to do with like azeroth if you're really invested in like what's going on down in stormwind or whatever Mm -hmm. then i guess and then you know i saw some people like oh this fucks with the cosmology or whatever i'm like whatever i don't care and i was just like oh i would i'm sure i would enjoy dumb shit like you go to the afterlife and it's you know four separate stupid afterlifes yeah that sounds fine and they, they you go to them based on what kind of asshole you were in life or whether you were especially warlike especially sleazy oh, not sleazy it's, no it's it's if you're good uh-huh mean yeah uh yeah. angry An- or, or just shitty in general it's good mean angry or nature <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i mean the nature one is just oh you don't go here if you were a person this is only here for nature spirits yeah so the other ones are just like, oh, you can go to the good place if you're good. Uh-huh. You can go to the combat place if you're a fighting guy. Yeah, And then you go to the vampire realm if you're a bad person. Yeah, if you're just shitty, you end up in the vampire town. And then if you're like a nature thing of some capacity, you go to nature town. Yeah. But playing it, I was like, oh, no, this, ex- this sucks ass because every zone is like, oh, it's multiple different levels where you're like, I'm walking around. But then there's a valley and you know, a giant peak you have to get up to. And you can't fly, and you never will. They didn't even put flying into the game until 9.1. Mm-hmm. So you had to spend the entire, like, first several months of that game just being like, boy, trying to do anything sucks here. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I Like I said, I didn't play it during that time period, and I have been pretty dedicated to not playing it now. Like, except for the, I've, I've leveled, like, one character through there just to get to the point where I can go do the real content. And I've been like, well, look at that. There's a bunch of blue people I got to talk to. The only thing I liked about it so far was that they, everyone there is, at best, nonplussed if you tell them where you're from. If you're like, I'm from Azeroth. They're like, oh, great. Hi, person from Azeroth. Sure. Yeah. They're like, okay, that's, you know, some planet. Great. Yeah. Unfortunately, no one ever else seems to talk about where they're from, which is a bummer, because I was kind of hoping to get a lot more of that kind of detail. As soon as you're like, oh, people here think I'm just some yokel from some random planet, then that means there must be a lot of people like that from all over the place. Let's hear some stories. No, the only people who you meet are also from Azeroth or from here. No, you meet a bunch of Burning Crusade villains. Yeah. You're like, oh, hey, Lady Vaj is here. And then you go through the storyline. You're like, oh, hey, Kaelthos is here. Oh, good. And I'm sure he has some, uh, he's like, oh, being dead is merely a setback. I'm sure he has that joke all prepared for you. Uh, not really. The uh, He's basically one of the souls being tortured by vampires. Oh, okay. And so he ends up being just like one of your buddies. It would be hilarious if everyone you met was just an Outland villain from that it era. It would be amazing. It's like, oh, look at that. It's Gruul. Turned out he was in nature spirit. Yay. <laughs> He's in this seed pod over here. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I mean, I don't know that much about it. But yeah, this is a lead into it. Although you would be hard pressed to think that from, uh, from reading it. Mostly it's just the leaders of the various nations get grumpy at each other over whether or not they know where Sylvanas is. Yeah. Again. We've mentioned it before, but given that this is the in-between battle for Azeroth and Shadowlands, and they haven't introduced any of the concepts from Shadowlands yet, because, you know, in-universe, Sylvanas hasn't cracked open the uh, cold one with the boys yet. So all they can really do is be like, she's somewhere, we gotta find her. And you know we're not gonna find her in this. Instead, we're maybe gonna find some new Dark Rangers they made up that work for her. Yeah, it's... (laughs) This whole book is so much wheel spinning. Yeah. It is just wheel spinning the book. And I have to say, going into these chapters, though, I was like, God, what a piece of shit that it's just, you know, a wheel spinning, do nothing book. And then Madeline Rue, you came out of nowhere and gave me the otp of wow that i never knew i needed or wanted i didn't even know who one of the two characters was until fairly recently when you played through bfa yeah and he's such a minor character i thought he was going to be a big deal in bfa but he really isn't no he's like ah, i saved you in the introductory mission and now good day forever yeah he pretty much we're talking about flynn fairwind yes. uh who turns up If you play battle for azeroth he turns up towards the beginning on the alliance side only as this cool guy who helps rescue you from a prison. I think the Horde guys get out of that prison too, but. No. Oh, okay. Because well... that's the Tiran opening. Oh, yeah. But, but on the Alliance side, you're like, great, he, here he is. And he, he kind of introduces you to a literal gunpowder plot. And then goes with you on that mission, where he mostly just gets bonked in the head, drunk a lot of times, and goes like, ah. Oh, yeah, he gets very... captured by a siren, and so gets siren enchanted, and then he so gets... he's all fucked up like yeah, that. And he gets bonked on the head, and then he gets stuck in a barrel of fish, and hauled around by a claw by a griffin. So he's like a comic relief character. Yeah. And then in this, <laughs> like, this chapter especially, like, when last we left Flynn, him and Matthias Shaw, the leader of SI-7, their intelligence division. Mm-hmm. We're on the way to go see what was going on with the information that a Dark Ranger was headed to Zandalar. So they're trying to sneak into Zandalar. And, you know, they got pummeled by a bunch of storms, managed to get through them. That's great. Found a shark robot. (laughs) But it was like a good guy shark robot. It's okay. It was a messenger robot. Yeah. With a message for Matthias. Yeah. That was like, hey, what up? Please insert fish for chomping. (laughs) Robot fish only. (laughs) engaging jabber jaw sequence (laughs) neoc neoc oh a wise guy detected (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but when we pick up with the story this time Mm -hmm. uh matthias and flynn are just hanging out in the captain's quarters yeah and sex and candy is playing pretty loud on the stereo i mean they are just like it's that kind of thing where two people who are obviously into each other are just like in the room and they're trying not to like look at the other person there's like yeah i'm doing i'm interested in this thing that i'm doing i'm very I'm very engaged with this thing that look, I'm doing. Look at this whiskey glass. It certainly is very deserving of all of my attention. And then you, like, you like look up, but the other person looks up at the same time, and then you, oh, like, look oh, down oh, real oh, fast, oh, and oh, like, oh, I was, hey. Sorry. Yeah. I was, you, you know, know. I, I often just sort of am flitting my eyes all around. The, I'm, look at that. I'm looking oh. all over the place. Yeah, you just happened to catch me while I was you know, glancing that way, but yeah. I'm looking everywhere. Normally, I'm looking everywhere around the room constantly, except occasionally deeply into your beautiful <laughs> brown. Oh, my God, those eyes. <laughs> So, I'm looking around all over the place unless I get lost you know in your eyes <laughs> so, and at first when you're reading the chapter um, we already did the one last we left our heroes I'm fine with skipping right into this yeah. um, w- w- when we get start the chapter you're like wow this is uh, it's notable you have all the you know he, he, uh, Fairwind is opening up and talking about how his mother was hanged in front of him when he was a kid because he oh, yeah. a it's thief and a super like very touching thing where you know Flynn is sorry Flynn's talking about that yeah and Flynn is like yeah you know my mom was a thief and this immediately gets Matthias to be like I'm gonna put my book down and actually pay attention to Lean what's going forward on forward in my chair both hands on my whiskey like, tumbler I'm gonna get a drink I'm gonna sit down and be like tell me more because obviously you're opening up about something that matters uh-huh. and I'm here for you and I care yeah and Flynn's just like yeah you know I found out that she was a thief because you know, I I hid in her room and I saw her like stashing a bunch of like necklaces and jewelry and shit in a brick that she pulled out from the wall and at first i was real angry but then i realized oh she's just doing that because she loves me and wants to provide for me yeah and then i saw her hanged as a boy and you know has this whole thing about like no one tells you about what a hang like what a hanging is going to be and like i assumed that when she like got hanged she would call out for me or at least cry out in pain but there was just a sound like a hammer hitting wet gravel and then nothing yeah a breath and then nothing and and, and matthias is like Ugh, yeah no boy should ever know what that sound is. yeah but he's also like have you heard that sound and matthias is like yeah lots of times i it's never made it never gets better no he's like it's one of the worst things ever and it fucking sucks that you had to have that happen no child should have that This is insane. And they kind of like sit there. Yeah. In it. And then Matthias is also opening up. He's like, you know, my grandmother was also hanged as a thief at one point in her life. He just says my grandmother was a thief. Yeah. Well, that's right. She got away with it. My grandmother was a thief. We don't know what happened to her. Perfectly successful her. She's still around. She's Vanessa (laughs) Van Cleef. She just really aged well. Here's the thing. My my grandmother was a thief, but she was a good one. Uh huh. <laughs> she didn't suck ass. <laughs> also, she was from Stormwind, where we just put them in the stockades. I don't know. I don't. She, did, she your didn't. she's a backwards get, ass country. She didn't get caught, probably because she loved her kid too much for oh, yeah, that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't love your kid enough, you get caught. That's. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're they're very much having this like, wow, I'm really, you know, I'm I'm really feeling open and receptive to certain things here, uh-huh. and then as soon as He's like, you know, my grandmother was a thief. And then in comes someone who's like, Captain, no shit, fuck, things are screwed. You got to get on deck. Now, Matthias has been drinking for a while. Uh, uh, sorry, I keep saying Matthias. F- F- Fairwind has been drinking for a long while and is legitimately drunk. Matthias, on the other hand, is a sipper and is fine. But the the uh, shock of someone running in and being like, Captain, Captain, problems on deck, causes Fairwind to tumble over his well, desk and knock... Well, pa- causes it is the storm oh okay yeah a combination of surprise and standing up in the midst of a heavy storm causes him to lose his balance and tumble ass over key t- tea, ke- tea kettle into the arms of matthias shaw who and again i have to note that both john and i independently come to the conclusion on reading this like this is gay this, they is, gay. this <laughs> is gay as hell like, but but this is gay in a defensible like you know world of warcrafty way until we get to this part oh yeah because they go like the ship like keels to a side they both go tumbling into the liquor cabinet and you know into the arms of each other Uh and i read that and i'm like ha, they fucking and then i keep reading yeah (laughs) and matthias is like you know i never noticed the scent of flynn before it's not just whiskey but soap and leather Mm -hmm. there's salt on his skin there's there's a certain roughness to him but gentleness as well (laughs) there's pain behind those eyes Laughter and mirth that hide deeper. And then the guy who ran in is like, uh, Hi. hey, can you hey. quit fucking st- each st- other? You want me to turn off the Sophie Ellis Baxter? <laughs> hey, you guys are eye fucking each other real hard right now, but we've got a storm going. <laughs> Do you want to come up and uh, deal with the situation or should I draw you a bath? <laughs> uh... So, you know, God bless you, Madeline Rue, because, you know, it wasn't until fucking Dragonflight. I, I mean, I don't know. You're playing more of, of, uh, the sh- st- Shadowlands and I am. I don't think it had really had the space to get super. No, you super get gay. some of this level of stuff where someone's like, "Oh man!" Like some lady will be like, "Ah, oh, yes, that other woman is quite amazing, isn't she?" And yeah. you're like, "Yeah," and they were roommates. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, by the time you get to uh, the Dragonflight one, they're just it, it's all it, it, all cards on the table. You're constantly helping centaurs get gay married. Yeah, and it's awesome. <laughs> several gay centaur weddings yes oh <laughs> uh, they got destination yeah. ones <laughs> you gotta fly to bali at one point it's really expensive <laughs> yeah and they haven't unlocked dragon flying in bali yet <laughs> <laughs> no but uh it, still the fact that it it just goes instantly textual. And you're yes. like, ah, okay. All right, I see. <laughs> I see we've we've stopped caring. <laughs> Thank you. All right, good. We're allowed to do this now. Thank you for doing that with Matthias. Not not a brand new character you made up specifically for the purposes of being gay. Yeah. It's like, ah, yes, Matthias is here, and also his friend, Flamy McGabo. And you're like, <laughs> God damn it. That's what you have to do in all of these. Instead, they were like, no, Matthias is very deeply in love with this man. And so is he. Yeah, Flynn is just, in this chapter, very much like, this is my beloved and I must do all that I can for him. I now appreciate my old Stormwind daddy. <laughs> so, there's a storm raging. Uh-huh. Of course, the fact that, like, it starts with yeah, the crew is. was on board and they were just, like, having a good fun time up on deck, singing and doing whatever. I was like, dude, when we left you, you were like, storms are constantly chasing us and we are under, like, non-stop threat and they were just like oh yeah except for like i guess the two minutes in between where we all get the fucking like accordion out and go dancing up deck buddy they're cult them. and they got a tide sage on that ship they probably were like all right we're used to medium storms medium storms are okay and that tide sage up there can be like i don't know chain bubbles of not storm or whatever whatever shaman power she can do whatever the fuck they do yeah uh, and and so they're like they're probably fine, as fine as anyone would be on. But this is a magic superstorm they're in now. Yeah, I mean they've been in the magic superstorm, but it's gotten worse. The magical now, mystery storm. Now it's like sense them and is hounding them. Yeah, so they go up top, and it is an immediate shit show. It is howling and pouring so much you can't even hear someone when they are right in your face, just lips. So close to your uh-huh. own, you yelling, screaming, raw. You just at want to you. reach out for their big trunk-like arms for balance on that <laughs> on that salty ship deck. You just need something to right you, something to keep you steady. <laughs> you miss land the forest of trees, and, and something about his chest hair is like a thick forest, a thicket, and you want to get lost in there. You want to explore and pick berries. <laughs> Uh, i'm just saying it's great i'm just saying there is literally a you, thing where flynn is trying to shout orders and no one can hear him over the storm and then he like literally gets just face to face with matthias yelling and then they go tumbling mm-hmm. from another wave on the heat they just keep, they keep falling down onto each other and then, <laughs> and then the description is like and then there was just a a whole pile of male bodies tangled up in this room, and you're like, okay, come on. Also, Melly's there. <laughs> Melly, fully not in the room. Just like very uncomfortable with this. You have fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we only train female tide sages. <laughs> it's a lonely life. <laughs> the rest of you enjoy your sodomy in the lash. <laughs> and <Al>. how? <laughs> mmm. Salted Cod and the boys. <laughs> I want to say, it sounds like we're making a lot of fun of the situation, but I could not be more thrilled. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing, and I'm so happy that this has happened. Yeah. They end up crashing the ship. It runs aground on Xandalar, and they are safe at that point because it's a magic storm that is basically a ring around the island. Yes. So once they hit the island, there's not a storm anymore. Right. So they're fine when they hit it. And boy, Boy, are are they they fine when they hit it. (laughs) God damn it. Uh. These things happen. (laughs) So immediately they're like, all right, well, we should probably figure out what's going on, get our bearings. Matthias obviously just has a map and a bunch of shit. And he's like, oh, we are way closer to actual like troll cities than I possibly want us yeah, to. Yeah, I be. think they're probably angling the land in Nazmir, which is the the, yes. n- the northern swamplands of Zandalar. But it, they're they're not. They're in northern Zuldazar. Like the the part where, where the main city is. Yeah, they are in like main troll country. Yes. And so yeah. he's like, oh fuck. Okay, this isn't good. Yeah. Like they're in I think that little town up there where you, you go up there and you help like some Tortollans and stuff. It's called Zebahari. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're there. It's an actual city. You can go to it. It's a real city oh, in yeah. World of Warcraft. Well, he's like, oh, there is a village nearby. Yeah. He and can that's, see. That's Zebahari, which is the little city they they land near. Um, but they're just on a sandbar on the outskirts of it. They're like, well, this is not good. So quickly get on land. We're going to figure out if there's any damage to the ship. See if we can find any, like, find our bearings, find food. And then we're going back out so we can hide the ship. Yeah. I mean, Flynn is thinking like, oh, we can get off the ship. I'll give, you know, the crew some time on land which is always good even if it's a bit they can have some food and not deal with a storm Mm -hmm. and matthias however is like oh shit we've got to move we We cannot be here this is bad but he jumps right off the ship the moment he realizes they're on land he grabs any random robe rope and just jumps off the ship so you can see where they are and immediately starts seeing trolls in the woods oh yeah we get one of the actual lookouts from the ship is like uh oh fuck trolls and flynn's oh god, do we need to fight? And, like, pulls out his saber, and Matthias just, like, puts a hand across him and is like, dude, chill. Don't, they, don't. Well, we see two groups of trolls. The first group... He, yeah, they, that's they the one where he's yeah. like, dude, chill. Chill, don't. And, and he's like, what are they... they're wearing white and black, and it's a really ornate pattern? And then, uh, this causes Flynn to go, yeah, they kind of look like they have spider patterns, and he goes, no, they look exactly like they have spider patterns, young Ward. <laughs> and he's like, that... but that isn't the, like garb or the insignia of the royal house no they're like it's all gold with those guys they're super ostentatious yeah they're like Like, c-3po's he he just sort of assumes oh this must be like some local village yeah so he's like it's fine whatever they saw us if some random like backwater troll sees us and is like yeah i saw some guys i don't care about that yeah because they can't start a war by seeing us so what they could do though is if they die that could start a war so do not fucking run at them with a sword they have time to run off and report us and if we're still here when they get when they get back with gold guys then we're in trouble but right now we can get going but even as he's saying this he starts seeing stuff down in the sand around him yeah because they had a little you know camp that they were at Uh that is still smoldering and he's like i'm just gonna check around this and he finds an arrow and some parchment and he's like oh this is fucked we have to get this out of here yeah right it, now for this chapter he just has a chance to take a look at it and go oh god oh shit uh here yeah flynn, he, flynn, flynn, put this in your bags flynn get the fuck on that ship and get it ready get it ready get i'm going. gonna keep looking for more stuff but you need to get, make sure we can leave like now put this in the bags and he's like why would why should i care it he's like your bags are less wet than mine i don't care just get it and go <laughs> and as he's doing this they see ah shit Guys in gold armor. Yeah. Flynn manages to get back to the ship, get up there. And then the lookout is like, uh, more trolls, Zulmore trolls. <laughs> They've got gold. They've Fuck. got, these are like the, these are the really gold trolls. We got problems. They're all standing upright. And you know, he sees this and he's like, oh, they're like converging on where Matthias is. And yeah. so he immediately just calls out. He's like, get the fucking guns and just runs down, gets powder for his blunderbuss here's the wheeling like noise of the cannons coming out he's just like no we are not gonna let them take my man i just found love and they will not take it from me yeah but as he runs out there he sees matthias with two daggers already in his hands and he's like what saying, are you gonna do just saying go just take the ship yeah and go he drops the daggers in the sand puts his hands up turns to the ship and is like get the fuck out of here yeah get back to Jaina. go and then we get like the whole rest, it's like half the chapter that we've described so far. The other half is just Flynn describing the situation in his mind over and over again, where he's like, I just found this guy and I just started to get to know him. And now I got to leave him here. I'm, I, I don't want to leave anyone behind, but especially not him. <laughs> I can't believe I am about to turn tail and run when we have all of these guns, we have all this power, we could do this. And he's like, but No. Matthias gave his final command basically to me to go don't start a war over this. Yeah. And he's like fine, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Yeah, which is a bummer because as much as I love these two's blossoming love, I I know they're not going to kill Matthias Shaw in a side book. No. So I got a quest from Matthias Shaw in Dragonflight. I know he's fine. <laughs> Even if that hadn't come out yet, which in this case it had not, no. I'd still be like, they're not killing anyone as major as Matthias Shaw. That guy's got way too many quest lines no, you, and stuff. You don't kill Matthias Shaw in a tie-in novel. Yeah, so you know he's fine. Yeah. If anything, this just makes me sad that if you keep playing through the campaigns in the game now, you don't see him and, and uh, Flynn Fairwin building a lovely house in Goldshire together. <laughs> You'd love to see it. Yeah. I feel like they could get a nice little place out in the Stormsong Valley. Ah. It feels right, right? I mean, you wouldn't cuz Matthias is married to his work first and foremost. That is true, yeah. <laughs> this is a thruple so and g- the other one in it is work. So, well, I guess that means they have to have a building in the or, or a little house next to that SI7 building in Stormwind. Oh yeah, they have a nice little uh, apartment in Stormwind. Right above the che- the cheese vendor. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're in th- Look, they're in the Dwarven district, okay? <laughs> you know what that means, <laughs> Wink. <laughs> There's just so much culture there. <laughs> well, shit. Now they I, keep pushing everyone out of the dwarven district. It's too expensive to live there now. <laughs> see, I loved them right up until I started gentrifying the dwarf district with them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh. See, I'm just picturing the dwarf district of Stormwind now as basically just being Williamsburg. You see, I was just thinking San Francisco. I was like, oh, all these man, magitech fair. bros keep coming in. That's fair. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It was that or Brooklyn. One of those. <laughs> But, uh, or Stuyvesant, stu- whatever you call that. We're- no, wait, that's not it. Where's, what's the gay district in New York City? It's uh, Greenwich. Yeah. Sorry, I've only been to New York like twice. My-, my knowledge of where every single gay district in the country is is fairly limited. <laughs> a little limited. A little bit. And plus, I'm sure it's just like San Francisco, where that's the gay district in the 70s, before rich people got it. Exactly. Before they went... Oh, this place has so many lovely things. I'll have it. Ooh, culture. Let's move in and get rid of that. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so interesting here. But what if instead? It's so <laughs> vibrant. Let's put Starbucks here. Yeah. And that's San Francisco. Uh huh. The Castro is like a museum now. is in there is still a museum. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so um, I think there's also some posters. And that's it. Ah. Anyway. Anyway. We... Leave that chapter behind and head off to see what's going on with Jaina, who is currently entertaining Illyria and Terrallian at her mom's place. Yes, in Cultiras, they're at that Proudmore Keep in Cultiras, where Catherine Proudmore, uh, the character you love to hate from BFA, but she ends up being a good guy by the end of it, is uh, desperately trying to keep a party atmosphere going with three people who just openly hate. So uh, each other among various groups. Oh yeah, I mean, even with like T'Railian, at least I have to assume is like, oh, I don't hate Jaina, but it's very awkward. Yes. So we have the three different reactions to being at an awkward dinner party uh-huh. from the three of them, where it's like, okay, well T'Railian is just keeping his mouth as full as possible so he never has to speak. Yeah, he's just horking down as much fish as they will put in front of him. He's like the freaking walrus. Just don't take his bucket. <laughs> Uh, I know that's an elephant seal, but you know it was a walrus in the meme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in, the meme, sure. in the heart of the meme. In the heart of the meme, it's a walrus. But we all know, you and I know, you, you and I know that's an elephant seal. <laughs> the, the My Bucket meme is an elephant seal. Yeah. I just don't want anyone being like, Jeff, you said walrus about an elephant seal. And I'd be like, I know, I, I'm, I'm, as, I'm as ashamed as you. Yeah. Yeah. And no. Definitely would never do that. Yeah. No, you wouldn't do that to me. I would never. Yeah. You, you know how much I care about knowing ocean animals. If there's one thing I know that you care about, it's planes. And if there's two things I know you care about, it's planes, it's planes and your daughter. And if there's three... Th- <laughs> Shit, you're right. I should have put dinosaurs a little lower. <laughs>
1: Damn. I'm, it's still below li- planes, I hope I should have put them higher.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, but yeah, so he's trying to keep his mouth full so he never accidentally has to talk. And Alaria isn't even giving them that courtesy. She's just sitting there, looking at her wine glass and saying nothing dramatically, just like swirling wine in a glass and occasionally looking at it, and then looking at food, and then looking around. Yeah, just shooting daggers at Jaina again, and then just going back to her wine glass. And Catherine's like, mm, "Yes, and I suppose we should have another course." And Jaina's like, "No, and just this. bring the dessert and end my misery." <laughs> and. Jaina gives is... these to a mint. <laughs> Jaina's just like, "Yes. Well, lovely weather we're having." Uh-huh. It's just trying, God bless her, to be like, "I'm civil." You um, know, here in Coltiris, it's almost the feast of go the fuck sp- the fuck back to the inn. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely time. Let me tell you all of its customs. You know, on the walk to the entryway. <laughs> As is custom. <laughs> Uh He's, she's mostly sitting there, Jaina, examining Ilaria and thinking about how fucked up she must be with all that void magic coursing through her now that she's become a monster. Which is always fun to read when you know about Jaina. Yes. When you know about Jaina and the fact that she has single-handedly kept the faction wars going twice. Yep. Like, it's one of those wonderful things where you're like, oh, this character is at a point where they're like. Well, I've healed. Why isn't everyone else at the exact same point in their life that I am? Yeah. It's wild that she's just like, uh, And she's probably just a puppet of the void now. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anyone has their own thoughts. Yeah. She's even bringing up like post uh, endgame or endgame content for BFA where you had to go fight like uh, Lady Ajara in Nazjatar, a raid I never even did because it didn't go to LFR while I was still playing. Yeah. Um, So, I I didn't know what happened in it. I knew you fought N'Zoth, and I thought you fought Azara, but apparently she escapes into the void through a big hole. Yeah, she just fucks off into the void, so So I guess we'll see her again later. So, Jaina's just sitting there being like, I bet she even knows where Lady Azara is, that liar. Ooh, I double-hate her now. Uh, Yeah, just coming up with things that she's probably bad, and you're just like... Ooh, yeah. I bet she knows where a jar is. And I bet she cheats on her taxes. I bet she got real ugly feet. <laughs> I bet she got that stink foot. Got okay, that void foot. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Hilaria, meanwhile, sitting there, You know, the void never did reach my feet. I have perfect, immaculate elf feet. <laughs> Tiny and delicate. <laughs> I would love if. Terrallian just... <laughs> finally spits the food out. Those are my piggies you're describing. <laughs> love if the whole thing is. Was- Jaina has that and then just without any words being spoken, she just looks up and goes tiny and delicate and then goes back, <laughs> like, Would you quit reading my mind? <laughs> the void is in you. <laughs> oh, I wasn't reading your mind. I just know when someone's thinking about my feet. <laughs> it's an elf. Tarallion just looks up, mouthful. Uh-huh, she uh-huh. does. <laughs> yeah, she's uh she's had to take a special pill cause of me. I'm always doing it. <laughs> doing it right now. Huh? <laughs> I bet you're even feeling it. That's how powerful it is. (laughs) How about you, Lady Proudmore? And Catherine's (laughs) like, oh, God. (laughs) You know, they're making a... course, next course. They're they're making a ravenberry pie for dessert. (laughs) I bet that will be delicious. Did love that line from Malaria where she's like, oh, that sounds delightful, but obviously I'm entirely full. I could eat another bite. Looks at her untouched plate. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, God. So we spend a few pages with... You know that that just (laughs) sitting in that for a while until a messenger comes through and doesn't even get the ability to do the standard thing that you want to do when you're a courier, which is. Oh, I get to run into a noble house and push those giant doors open. I know. That's all I want in life as a courier is to push giant doors open and go like, Oh, listen to me! Urgent news! Yeah, But the doors it, were already open. Or barring that, at least shove an old butler to the ground in front of the table because he was in the way. He's like, Oh, you can't disturb the mistress. Out of oh, my way! <laughs> this is too important for you, Jeevesington. But instead, the door's already open and just flanked by guards, so he just runs in and is like, Hey! news god damn it this is so anticlimactic without the door thing And he doesn't even get to say anything beyond that because Proudmore's like what fucking what and and then she's like wind and sea speak your mind and then fucking Fla- fairwind comes in yeah fairwind's just like oh jesus fucking christ everything's fun too. now he's back in comedy mode because he's left his his uh romantic environs yeah so now he's just like whoo okay okay the lots of lots of who's that wine J- glug 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 for ton interrupted seconds glug 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 give me those potatoes okay so so here's the deal they got shaw <laughs> also uh we found this and just sort of dumps out all the stuff that shaw gave him oh yeah like right onto food He's like just like here you go blap <laughs> just put this uh important parchment into some gravy here uh-huh and you know they pick it up and pick it up and pick, pick it up, up pick it up yeah <laughs> and but then they, they begin to skank. And he's like, "He's like, yeah, we picked it up out of the sand in Zoldazar. We found trolls running away from it. And Hilaria flips it up and she's like, huh, how interesting. Trolls aren't usually communicating with each other in Thalasian. <laughs> Do you say Thalasian? I say Thalassian. You think Thalassian? Yeah. I like Thalasian as if it's like a, a unique blend of of two ethnic races on Earth. You know, it's Asian and whatever Thal people are. <laughs> you know, and the Thals. Yeah. Our good friends to the direction. The the, the one direction, you know, where the Thals are. You know, our good friends in that direction. They have so many interesting customs. They have so many words for one thing. I've been thinking about moving into the Thal neighborhood. (laughs) So vibrant, the Thals. (laughs) They have an art scene? (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Uh, You know, I, I hear they have an entire coded language. You're almost certainly right that it's Thalassian, given that it's based off things like Kelthalos. Exactly. Yeah. And well that's pronounced Kelphilage. They never say the <laughs> Remember the sun well. I'm Kelfalage. It's pronounced Kaleface. Kaleface. <laughs> it's like Raish Al Ghoul, you get it. Ra's Al Ghul. And then of course picks up the arrow and is like, oh, this is this is Dark Ranger shit. Yeah. Turalyon, at least, finally, is like, oh, yeah, no, that's definitely Dark Ranger. Yeah, he's like, I've picked enough arrows out of, like, dudes that were shot by Zandalari trolls. This is not an arrow from a Zandalari troll. Yeah. So Jane is like, well, Jane is creeped out because... Alaria and Tyrallian are now because they're both talking and talking fast have taken over Fairwind and are like great thank you for telling us this this means definitely that Sylvanas is hiding in Zandalar this means we have to get out there immediately the blade must strike we must cut her down yeah we've got to go tell Anduin and we have to invade right now clearly the horde is hiding her and it's bullshit and they never had any chance to do a treaty and and, and we're gonna we're gonna go in there and, and we're ca- gonna get in hard and Catherine's and do like it fast yeah, Catherine's like well. <laughs> well, it uh, looks like a roast boars on the way if anyone's hungry how about we to the parlor for question games <laughs> mom <laughs> this is not the time but i have balderdash <laughs> i had petty fours <laughs> But yeah, uh, Jane is freaking out because she feels that the conversation's getting away from her. So she's like, whoop, hold up, hold up. Right as, as uh, Alaria is like, we have to invade now. And she just goes, no, no. <laughs> no. And that causes Alaria to whirl on her and flare up with void energy. Like she yeah. gets all purple and there's like a- yeah. her her, uh, her normal blue glowing eyes just go straight up purple. And mm-hmm. she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Turalyon's like, uh, I'm sorry, did you just say no? Uh, hang on. Let me just let me just grab Alaria F- by the arm so that she doesn't murder you. And of and, course, Gina is thinking to herself, like, "Look, I could lose my temper right now and teleport you to the top of fucking Mount Everest, n- ne- Neverest, Neverest." Yeah, depending on how much Pandaria you played in, you may or not rem- may or may not remember. There's a big mountain there called Neverest. Yeah, but she's like, "No, hold Come on." Wait. I do like that. Her first thought is, eh, "I could take her. <laughs> I could fuck you up. Let's go." <laughs> Plus Catherine, she's going to have my back. Uh, she'll hit you with Parcheesi. Uh, she'll hit you with a copy of Sorry and then say sorry, <laughs> and it's very funny. Oh, are we rumbling? I've got Wiser Otherwise ready. I've got that big hand from Invisible Sun, if it there's gets a, serious. There's an ancient here Tiran saying, don't fuck with my family, punch. Jeeves the pie. So, yeah, there's like, what the fuck do you mean no? And she's like, I mean, this is not proof that Sylvanas is there, and it is not proof that the Horde even know anything about this. What I will do is take this to Anduin and ask if we can, I don't know, talk to the Horde about it. Yeah. We do have a treaty. Yeah, please, I'm all I'm asking you is please do not di- dash immediately off to Zandalar and break the treaty. That's all I'm asking. And she's like, "But we have to move on this now. What if she gets away?" And she's like, "Give me like a day, Christ, woman." Yeah. <laughs> Besides, didn't you just hear, drunk ass Fairwind over there, who was still just—I'm—I'm I'm assuming just completely ignoring this entire conversation. Oh yeah, he's just getting himself another piece of like mince pie or yeah. some shit. <laughs> oh, so someone mentioned Balderdash? Oh, <laughs> I love that game. <laughs> oh, I miss my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drown my sorrows in potato. <laughs> and by potato, I do mean vodka. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and uh, I think that's more or less the chapter because she's like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to Anduin. Yeah. And our last chapter, we open on Thrall, who has returned from when last we left him, going to go see Taranda and the Night Elves, and them being like, hey. You need to murder Sylvanas or go fuck yourself. Yeah, these no, are we, your options. We're not even talking. Fuck you. Thank you for coming up here, but we're just gonna look at you. You need to make it right, uh-huh. and making it right doesn't mean coming up and going. We're so sorry that we burned down your entire village. Yeah, I, we br- I brought what was owed—a big deal apology and one of those four-piece Whitman samplers. <laughs> I got you this tub of popcorn. It has three flavors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the elements. <laughs> This has Christmas stuff on it. It's April. It's still good. (laughs) No one's opened it. It expires in June. Come on. You'll eat quickly. (laughs) Come on. I know you'll eat it quickly. Look at... Look at that guy over there. He's got like moose antlers. You know he p- packs it in. And then the guy's like, "It's true, though. <laughs> I am Malfurion Stormrage, and I do indeed pack it in. <laughs> I do love a good popcorn bucket. <laughs> Malfurion, <laughs> Torranda. It has caramel and cheese. Hush, Torranda. <laughs> I will never not have that in my mind of the uh, dungeon you go through where like you go back in time and you see Tyrande and Malfurion and Illidan. The the Nightwell one, yeah. And they're talking, and then Tyrande's trying to be like, hey, let's not be crazy idiots. And Malfurion's going, hush, Tyrande. (laughs) And I'm like, god damn it, you fuck. I always think of the, there's a quest zone where you have to help rescue, or or you're helping Tyrande rescue him uh, from, what's his name, Xavius or whatever. And you get all these voice lines of him shouting, and he's like, (laughs) My love! Tyrande, my love, I'm here! Oh, I can't hold out much longer. You yeah. need to find me. <laughs> and also hush. <laughs> Just don't say anything while you do it. <laughs> you two prattle so. <laughs> this is man's work, Taronda. <laughs> Please save me. I'm a male hero. Night elf. Hero, I hope you're a male hero. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a male night elf, which means obviously I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> anyway, so Thrall is given a message from the Alliance, and it is given to him by G-Firepaw. Yes, G-Firepaw, the the uh, horde representative of the uh, playing both sides so they always come out on top, Pandaren race. Yeah, the Pandarans are just like, it's fine, we'll be on either side, and whoever wins will be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they seem to have really, I, I don't know that much about G, like... I barely remember the the uh, the opening no, shit. I, I was going to say I barely remember the alliance representative for the oh, Pandarans, yeah. let alone this dude. Uh, but apparently, they've decided that he's effectively a wise martial arts master. Like, they've got him doing all those, like, Kill Bill f- taking his long beard and flipping it over his shoulder things here, and all he says are aphorisms from his the the, t- the village in which he was gr- born. It's weird, because they do nod to kind of his characterization when you first meet him in Pandaria, where, you know, the two uh, NPCs that you go through the opening zone with... mm mm-hmm. Well, like, oh, one of them goes off to the Horde and one goes off to the Alliance. Yeah. And it's basically, oh, the calm one goes off to the Alliance and the rash the brash one, yeah like, who's full of like, ah oh, I need to do things now, goes to the Horde. Yeah, because anyone who's full of piss goes to the Horde. He's just yeah. also full of vinegar. <laughs> I'm so full of piss. I'm Gaslow and I'm full of piss. I'm selling piss by the jar over here. Goblin piss? I got the best piss anywhere. I am Thalysra Theris- of the Night Elves, and I will wring piss from my very hair. <laughs> Lord was here, and I have only the greatest piss well. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Yeah, we don't like the Horde. <laughs> pro-alliance podcast (laughs) proudly pro-alliance podcast i think there are very few of those (laughs) it's true Uh, that's fine i will stand by the river of truth and say no you move (laughs) no they won't they'll go stand by the river of piss (laughs) dare you enter their magical realm (laughs) there's a whole billy joel song about it (laughs) Wow. Hey, you know what? I'm not even going to start singing that one. I'm going to leave that one alone. Too much respect for Billy Joel. Uh Uh-huh. For the (laughs) Joelster. Too much. (laughs) So yes, G's characterization is supposed to be, oh, he's impetuous and always always wants to do things right now. And they'll say that in this chapter and then have him be the exact opposite because he also needs to be the wise monk. Yes, he's the beacon of wisdom and basically, he's here to be the the uh, the shield for Thrall, who really doesn't want to have to be the bearer of bad news to the Horde leaders because he's supposed to have like just killed one of their their uh, their stupid war chiefs and then stepped down, and now he's being called back into service. And he really doesn't want to make a bad impression. Well, he also doesn't want to be like, I don't want to go in there and then be like, also, I know this is a council, but I'm the war chief and this is what we're yeah. doing because he's like, obviously, we're going to accept the invitation. Yeah. And I don't want to go in there and go, "Hey, we're doing this." Because yeah. he's like, I don't want to be in charge. Plus, these guys already think I'm unabashedly pro-alliance. Yeah, because I've been friends with Jaina for forever, and and I keep doing nice things with with Anduin and so on. They're they're gonna they're gonna think I'm being stupid and, and vote me down immediately. So thankfully, G's here to take the brunt. But by the way, the letter does it basically is like hey hi how you doing uh horde i'm i hope you're all great we found Some evidence are- of dark rangers in zandalar so what the fuck and there's a section that's addressed directly to thrall and it's written in her handwriting even though it's from anduin so yeah. just so he'll know uh and it's like you gotta come talk to us it's very important you come talk to us and you don't worry that yeah, you need to explain what's going on because yeah. shit is fucked So, G's just like, yeah, obviously we're taking the invitation, right? And I'm coming with you because you're going to want a monk there to calm things down. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I main a monk. They don't calm shit down. No, and you specifically don't (laughs) calm shit down. That's the whole point of your character. (laughs) If, like, all of the monks have a thing, your thing is you lead fist first. Yeah. You, you bring me one of the other, like, uh, that that cool monk who's in charge of the shadow pan. Sure, I'd be willing to buy it with that guy. Yeah, that guy's like, no, I only strike when it is the opportune time. Yeah. Great. This guy's like, I, <laughs> I come into a room whirling kick. Uh-huh. I'm spinning crane kicking my way around town. <laughs> Which is, if you play a tank monk, the only way to get anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Always be, uh, what's it, Tatsumaki Senpou <laughs> I'm going to not... Ever be not spinning yeah. and throwing beer at people. Spinning is a good trick. I don't know if you knew this. I'm basically gonna be a drunk guy at a frat party. I will be constantly spinning around spilling Hurling beer. On beer people. and breathing fire. <laughs> you know, like every drunk guy. There's a reason I main monk nowadays. That class fucking rules. Also, I think it's currently in still the least played class in the game. Probably. Which gives me an extra a little little uh thrill of thrill boner to be like, yeah, I'm playing the worst class. Yeah, this and is it's the still, bad one. It's still really good uh uh so yes he's like all right well let's go in there and do this and he goes in and immediately upon walking into the council room all of the people that are there are just like so what the fuck what's going on you read the letter what are we doing what's going on he's Uh like god don't look to me for leadership and before he can even say anything g steps in is like well we're obviously gonna take this i think it's it's clear we need to do this. What's a treaty for if we don't do something like this? And there, I mean, the the big one, the big voice against is Gazlow, oddly enough, who steps forward and he's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck the Alliance. Uh. Yeah. Cause he's like, what, they want their fucking spy master back. What do we get? Huh? What's in it for us? Wait until they offer us something. Where, where's our bottle of piss? Huh? What do we get? <laughs> gaslow has got us get his beak wet with piss. <laughs> the horde demands piss. <laughs> The, the horde demands piss. <laughs> Loktar Ogar piss. Uh, the ancestors demand piss, piss, piss and, and thunder. Thank you, Bane. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> the elements of piss. <laughs> but um, but yeah, basically all of them are crowding in. Uh, most of them at the very beginning are like, no, we can't, we can't do that because. They think what? that They've shown up on Zuldazar? That's clearly an act of war. And they must think that we think Sylvanas is there. They How do they not know that we just want to catch her too? And and Thrall's like, uh, because we don't talk to them. They From the outside, they definitely do not know our opinion on Sylvanas. Yeah, he's like, here's the thing. All they know is that in a territory that is ostensibly part of the Horde, there is a group of people that they say are like, behind Sylvanas. Uh Uh-huh. They don't know that Talanji is currently being, like, targeted by assassins constantly and has a full rebellion going on. Mm -hmm. They just think, oh, Zandalar is under fucking Zandalari rule, as it always is, because we assume that's the way it is, and they are harboring fugitives. Yes. So, So we've got to go tell them that no, we're not, and that our primary priority is also taking out Sylvanas wherever she might be. This needs to happen. Yeah. And uh, the only dissenting voice at that point, because basically one by one, you go through the room and Lorthamar's like, well, they lack dig- dignity and etiquette in the way that they approach us. As a high elf, that's my only interest in this. Or blood elf, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> you, you know my whole fucking deal. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be more dignified about it. But yeah, we should probably go meet them. Uh, and then Thalysra just kind of goes along with him because, I don't know, elf solidarity. And then we get we get to hear from Kiro, the little, the little Vulpera dude. Yeah. who's He's just, just like, like, dude, I want to take care of Zandalar. Yeah. We gotta take care of I'm from Zandalar, the island like not Zuldazar, but Zandalar. I'm from that island. Yeah. And I don't want it to get burned down by Dark Rangers or what- I saw what they did to fucking Teldrassil. So so yeah, we gotta we gotta cut the root out if there's a problem there. And finally Gazzo's like, eh, whatever. Ah fuck it, who gives a shit? Just try to get me some of that liquid gold in the deal, you know? <laughs> Texas P. <pee. laughs> Give me that Mountain Dew liquid gold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me that game of fuel, pure piss. Still hot. Still foamy. <laughs> I am absolutely loving this Gaslow interpretation. <laughs> and it will be the only one I have going forward in the rest of my oh, life. We're going to make you miss Gallywix. <laughs> uh, oh, oh Gaslow the Piss Fiend. I love you so much. Piss Pow is my robot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone agrees. And so Thrall's like, great, I'm going to go with G, we're going to go meet them, mm-hmm. and we'll figure this shit out. Yeah. All of you, stay here and continue to do nothing. Good day. <laughs> Hang out in this big building, okay? Whatever. I hate this stupid town. There are so many elevators. It all just looks like huts and tusks. I can't tell what's... Orgamar is the worst city. Orgamar is the literal worst city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sucks ass. Plus, they remodeled it recently, and now it's just worse. I still can't figure shit out. They're like, hey, we took the city, and we heard your complaints, so we made it larger. <laughs> Did you fix it? No. No. Uh <laughs> <sighs> Alliance solidarity. <laughs> anyway. At least Stormwind is color-coded by roof. Right? Yeah. I'm like, give me a good... Iron Forge, where it's just a circle and everything is labeled in the circle. They have one of. Or, or no, I don't they, think they had, have any, had one. one. Of those. We took it. That's right. Under, no, they took it. Yeah, they. That's right. Sylvanas poisoned took it away their from own them. dumb city because they suck. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them, morties. <laughs> On our sleeve. <laughs> so you want an alliance podcast? Reach out to us, Blizzard, and we will tell you to go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we want. Uh-huh. All we want is for you to reach out so we can tell you to go fuck yourself. Uh-huh. So the meaning place is some shipwreck out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Like, I like the concept. It's close enough that you can see like the storms that are encircling Zandalar. Yeah, it says it's between Zandalar and the Eastern Kingdoms. I, I would have kind of liked to hear that this was one of those sandbars above Vashgir. Remember that? how? Yeah. And that was a if you don't remember that during the cataclysm expansion, which was a thousand years ago and is categorically the worst expansion they ever did, um, you there- know, unless you have played Shadowlands. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I forgot. I haven't played Shadowlands. Yeah. um then th- there was one zone that was entirely underwater, and even though it was the only zone from that expansion I actually liked. Everyone hated it because it was underwater. Yes. But there were these little parts that were sandbars that were just off the northern tip of the Eastern Kingdoms. And I'm like, great, perfect. That should be where they are. But no, it's just some shipwreck. Yeah, some it's just like some floating ship. some derelict floating ship. Yeah, there's just some ship out there yeah. that they're like, ah, oh, this is a neutral meeting ground. It's in international waters. Mm-hmm. There's no law here. <laughs> you know, because of the implication. <laughs> and, you know, uh they get out there first, do Thrall and G. And they're just hanging and banging and waiting around. Well, yeah, it's a chance for G to have some... Con- they, they can see the storm surrounding Zoldazar. And they're G's like, like fuck, that is-, that is magic. That is not a normal storm. Yeah, that That's not the way a storm normally looks. I really I've seen wanted, some storms. I really wanted that to be Thrall's thing to notice. Because he's a fucking shaman. And he should be looking at me like, The elements are un- are not in balance. Bah. And in- I killed Ger- uh, Garrosh in a mock Gora. <laughs> you know, just say some Thrall stuff. Instead, G's like, Oh, that shit's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen storms in my day and that ain't it. Yeah, he asked Thrall how he's feeling and Thrall's like, I don't know, I feel very confused and incomparably elderly. I'm super old. And that, that causes, we get, like I mentioned, we get all these like homespun country aphorisms out of G here where he's like, there is a saying in, G- in Wusong Village where I grew up, the oldest ginger has the fieriest flavor. Is the most fragrant. Is the most fragrant. And he's like, great, you just also called me stinky. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he Thrall is looking out at the storm and whatnot when the sound of a portal opens up Boing. and g in the one characterization that is correct for him immediately spins around and gets into fucking fight stands and is like what you bitches want to go <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and thrall's like no it, obviously that's Jaina." and he just sort of like rolls up a note he was looking at and puts it away uh-huh. and turns around slowly he's like hey what up hi <laughs> what's going on yeah we get little bits here like I know that he's hung out with Anduin on a number of occasions, right? Like we know, we played enough of these games. No, he knows who Anduin is. He they, they, they talk a lot, and still we have a part where we're up in his head, and he's like, "I've been told that he is quite handsome according to humans, but to me, he looks like a pink muling baby clad in too much armor." I mean, it's one of those like, dude, he looks like a kid in his daddy's shoes. Yeah, I the know. sort of thing he's, we're getting here was like, yeah, everyone says he's very handsome, but he just looks like he's being swallowed by armor. Yeah, <laughs> which is fair. Every wow character looks like they're being swallowed by their armor. Their shoulder pads are huge. That's true, and you know, Anduin's probably the more direct one here because Jaina pops in. She's like, "Hi, um, so how you doing? Hey, did you get that thing I sent you? Is everything cool? How are things in the horde? (laughs) And Orgamar still the worst. (laughs) Anduin just immediately is like, "Hey, you lying to me? You holding out? Hey, did you betray us? Hey, are you?" harboring Sylvanas. I just need to know if you're trying to fuck us Let's here. Let's just start it with that. Are you harboring Sylvanas, you big fucking traitor? And he's like, no. Uh, p- trust me, Bane hates Sylvanas more than you do. And if he could catch Sylvanas and kill her, he would. We're, we're- There's a 0% chance Bane would still be part of the Horde if we were harboring Sylvanas. Yeah. So basically, this causes Jane to be like, all right, well then, what's going on? How come you guys aren't all invading uh, Zandalar to look for. You guys know too, right? And they throw it, throw him the arrow. And he looks at, it, he's like, yeah, that I'm going to take your word for it, that this is a dark Ranger arrow. I don't personally know the difference. I don't know about that shit. And how do you know it's not a Zandalari arrow? And Anduin's like, Oh, I'm glad you ask, Cause I have pulled 6 million of those out of the decks of our ships. You fucking warmonger. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, look, man. Also, all of these notes are written in fucking Elven. The trolls aren't writing each other notes in Thalassian. He's so, so mad. He hands the notes to Thrall and he's like, would you like me to tell you what they say? I can read them. God damn, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Chill. It <laughs> yeah, says I here learn- the elements. <laughs> it says right here, the elements are not in balance and something, something, get me five bare asses. I'll give you ten gold. <laughs> <laughs> and by gold, I, of course, mean beakers of pure Alliance piss. <laughs> That's what anima is in Shadowlands. (laughs) We're we're in a real anima drought right now. Take that piss out of that robot and put it in that different robot so we can do robot business. Drain the piss out of that. (laughs) Go get me one of those piss containers. Uh, This episode's gross. (laughs) It's true. So yeah, he's just like, all right. Well, this is obviously very damning and. Here's how, I mean, in addition to Bane 100% never going along with that, and, you know, neither would I. She also just killed one of my best friends in a mock garage and then said, fuck the Horde and peaced out. I need you to know, here's what you don't know. So Talonji is being, you know, hounded by assassins, and there is a giant civil war going on, essentially, where a huge rebel army is... Burning down temples and killing off like Loa stuff. Also, she's considering rescinding her membership in the Horde, and that's why we're not out there helping. Oh, yes, yeah, because Jane is like, well, why don't you go help? And Thrall just very pointedly looks at her and is like, I don't know, she has a problem with some of our diplomatic relations, you, Jaina. You know why. And hey, like, remember back when you were a bad guy? <laughs> remember when you invaded Zoldazar and we had to kick your ass so you could drop a blue water elemental mount? <laughs> and also, you dragged Mechatorque into it with you? That dude's usually chill. How did you do that? <laughs> That dude normally will not take his bathrobe off. He How did the, you manage to get him there? He's the only elected leader in the Alliance. How did you drag him into that? <laughs> Yet he's still a High King. Yeah, because uh, there's a, there's a, this is fun. There's a custom among gnomes that they get to pick their title after they're elected. Ah. Uh, so he was, uh, uh, among Gnomeregon gnomes. Yeah. So he just chose High King as his title and they're all fine with it. He's just it's, being silly. Yeah. But not Mechagon gnomes, which is why King Mechagon and Prince Erasmus are actually... Her, kings and princes. Kings and princes, Yeah. It's just a fun little thing about that. But he is the only elected leader in the in the uh, alliance. It's it's really quite sad. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Good for him. Uh-huh. Hey, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. They share that and they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's fucked. We do definitely want to go fucking follow up on this." And Thrall's like, "Can you give me like 2 days? I'm going to go over there I'm going to figure out what's going on, and then I will let you know. But give me two days. And Anduin's like, also, I want my fucking spy master back. And he's like, give me two days, Jesus Christ, man. Alive and unharmed. And he's like, dude, we're not the savages you keep seem to think we are. We aren't going to kill a guy like that. Without a trial. We're going to catch him and put him through a trial. Even in Zuldazar, they'll do that. So he's fine, for sure. And Anduin's having none of it. He's like, alive. Two days, fine, whatever, granted. Because at this point, the Storm has noticed them. Oh, yeah, like I it's said, moving on them. It's moving on them, and it's starting to, there's like 50-foot waves coming for the ship. So basically, as, as uh, Jaina's opening a portal to get her and Anduin off the ship, he's like, give me two days, please. I will try to get your spy master back. And Anduin just goes, uh, yeah, granted, and just jumps through a portal. And right before Jaina can go, you know, Thrall's like, well, I guess we could use our hearthstones. But since we're not, oh, but that takes like, 10 seconds of channeling and we got about five before this storm hits plus those things only exist for the player character no one else uses those things diegetically so uh jaina would you mind you know like rescuing us a little bit i mean there is a quest where you get someone else's hearthstone to use so it is Hmm. a thing in the game that's fair that's true i do have the innkeeper hearthstone toy at some point Yeah. yeah i just did the retaking uh lordaeron bit where the undead are like we're gonna clear the top level and part of it is Lillian Voss gives you her hearthstone to take you back to town. Okay, well, I guess maybe everyone has them then. Yeah. But, uh, Jane is like, ah, whatever, where? <laughs> and he's like, put, send me to Zoldazar, obviously. I how, <laughs> I don't know how to get through that fucking storm either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I assume the elements. Yeah. I also, uh, I believe Anduin goes with them because she stops the portal before she even gets it for them. Oh, you think Anduin goes with them? I didn't think that was the case. No, because she's like making a portal for the two of them Mm -hmm. and has to stop mid portal to open a portal for everyone. See, I thought the last thing that that, uh, Thrall saw of the two of them was her clinging to Anduin as they went through the portal together. But sure, I don't know. We'll find out in the next chapter, I suppose. Or no, all, some all, I believe all four of them end up in Zandalar because that's oh where he yells out to go to. Okay, I thought that the two of them, that they split and went their separate ways. But we'll find out. I'm not yeah. worried about it. I'm not arguing with you on this one. I'm willing to be completely wrong. I don't give a shit. But that's where the chapter ends, is the two is the two and or four of them going through a portal to Zandalar. Really kind of putting the kibosh on the how the importance of this giant storm they create if just any mage can get over there anyway. Well, I mean, if you learned the portal to Zandalar spell, yeah. or your Jaina. But Jaina can just create portals to wherever. She has one to never rest for some reason. Yeah, I mean, she's an NPC mage. She can have whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, just like how Ilaria uh, can create a, a void portal wherever the fuck she wants instead of 30 feet directly in front of her like you can if you're a Void Elf. Exactly. Because you suck. Yeah. <laughs> that's why she's not elected. She's just in charge. <laughs> uh, Man. Good times. Yeah. And that's it. That's the chapters. I, I guess we're kind of moving towards a head here. I don't really know what it's going to be. Someone's going to make an attempt on the life of, uh, of Bwonsamdi and I, I don't know. Some stuff's going to happen. This is still very nebulous. Yeah. We're, you know, motoring on towards the end but i have no idea where this book is going to end mm-hmm. if in it terms doesn't... of relation to where shadowlands begins like are yeah. we going to have i don't the think end she would have this be like and then sylvanas like sees fucking ice crown citadel in the distance or Yeah, what? i was gonna say she might see north rend off in the distance to be like ah we are near maybe that's as much as blizzard was willing to give her to be like yeah, yeah she's going to uh just say that she can see ice crown citadel that's enough of a hint yeah i mean i assume by the time she was writing this they had already had the fucking trailer for Shadowlands. that could could very well be yeah but i don't know if it doesn't end with matthias and and flynn fairwind smooching oh yeah that's that's that to me that's the now the new logical end of this book yeah you know and then matthias can see his ice crown citadel in in the distance you know what i'm saying (laughs) uh yeah and then they're gonna go to the tournament of the champions yeah Mm They're gonna have that fight on a ship, Mm -hmm. and they're gonna be horn coming in fast and hot. You know what I'm saying, huh? (laughs) That's a buy me own beard. Oh, I'm so glad you went with that because I was gonna, I was gonna make a cum pigs reference. (laughs) Did you just call us cum pigs, (laughs) cum champion? Well, thank you. (laughs) I mean, obviously, you're right. I am a cum hero. So I'm gonna end on this. Been going through the northrend things, trying to get pets out of those raids. Okay, and my very favorite thing is the trial of the champion. Where the... Old model Garrosh. Well, you have Garrosh up there, and they're just, like, him and Varian yelling back and forth at each other while Thrall stands there and says nothing. Mm -hmm. But the point where you fight the Horde champions, because they wanted to give you basically a PvP fight... Yeah. I remember really enjoying that (laughs) battle, but yeah. It was one of the more interesting ones, because you're like, oh, I have to get all my PvP tools out. Like, I have to worry about, like... Kicking some guy and using, like, I remember that snaring was, tools. That was the only time in the history of playing a druid, I, I, I which I mained all the way until, like, two months ago, uh, where I actually used cyclone for anything. Because you had to yeah. keep one character cycloned. Yeah, you had to be like, oh, you know, the Death Knight has to constantly be like, do chains of ice and use your pull, because you can't taunt, you just have to pull them away from targets who were getting their shit pushed in. Yeah. It was a neat fight. But the whole point of it is... It's after they summon Jaraxxus, mm-hmm. and Garrosh is like, fuck you! We should fight you instead of the knights! And Tyrion's like, I'll allow it! Yeah. And then afterwards, he's like, that was a shallow and hollow victory. Useless. All, everyone who died here is pointless. You, no one but the Lich King benefits from this. And I'm like, bitch, you allowed it! Yeah, thanks, Judge Mills Lane. Great job. He's like, uh, everyone who just fought and killed each other is stupid. Why would you do that? I'm like, you told them they could, you f- Fucking shithead! This whole tournament is stupid. You just made us fight two Vrakul. Why didn't you just put them down when you caught them? <laughs> hey, everyone! I caught these two big worms. I want you to fight them to see if you're good enough to face the Lich King. Yeah, um, the what? I'm Vry- uh, not Vrakul. Uh, Valkyr. He makes yeah. you. They have two captured Valkyr, and You're like, you shouldn't have those. And <laughs> oh. if you do, you shouldn't make us fight them. That's dumb. They're gonna, you're, they're gonna kill us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. One of the things where every time fucking Tyrion Fordring opens his dumb, stupid mouth, I'm like, shut the fuck up, asshole. I hate you, old man. I hate that you go on and on when I'm trying to farm the ho- the horse off the Lich King. You're just standing up there like blah, 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 blah. Come down and face justice. They will falter at the sight of you. Mm, meh. Fuck you, Tyrion. <laughs> anyway, that's my wow rant for the day. Yeah, I Tyrion guess Fordring making you feel bad for doing a fight. That he told you to do. Uh Uh-huh. Jerk. Dick. And then Garrosh calls you cum pigs. (laughs) Cum pig. (laughs) He says cum pigs, but I feel like he calls us cum pigs. All right, thanks everyone. We'll see you again real soon with yet more exciting World of Warcraft content. Until we do though, you can stop by and visit us for bonus content over there by the fire uh, at patreon.com slash systemmaster or if you back us at the $4 level you'll unlock the content where we describe stuff from WoWpedia and World of Warcraft in general to each other and to you for the amusement of many. Mm. It's fun content, and once again, that's at patreon.com slash Mastery. You also get the RSS feed containing all of our shows, ad-free, I might add, but I won't because it's ad-free, Aha! and uh, also it, all the bonus content for two different types of bonus content dating back hundreds of episodes. Hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much content there you can unlock by simply going and supporting us, and that helps us keep the show running, helps us keep doing what we do, and if you can't do that, we understand. You can always just back us, or on patreon with some money <laughs> go get some Then find someone who can rob a bank if you can't support us find someone who can and tell them to start an mlm <laughs> do what get, you gotta get some people in your downstream uh-huh or I, I really meant to say it was rate and review on itunes also Gaslo's getting some people in his downstream you know what i'm saying <laughs> gazel wants to be in the downstream <laughs> well of course it's a pyramid scheme yeah and i want to be at the bottom <laughs> It's an inverted funnel system. Thirsty little flower. <laughs> uh. Now gas me up with the stuff I like. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Anyway, uh, please go support us. Um, and we'll we promise to stop doing that. <laughs> uh well, we don't. I just do know why I'm gonna stop John from doing that. There's a zero percent I- chance. <laughs> But uh, but hey, until such time as we see you again in two weeks with yet more exciting Expounded Universe content, I've been uh, your choice of Gazlo or-, or Garrosh Hellscream. And I love piss. Welcome to Character Creation Cast, a show where we create and discuss characters, the best part of role-playing games, with guests using their favorite systems. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Bolter. And I'm your other host, Amelia Antrim. Join us as we sit down with game designers, podcasters, and fans of games as we dive into learning about different RPGs through the lens of character creation. It's a combination of character building, player advice, game design insights, and even a little bit of fan fiction for a different game every month. We tackle a variety of new and old games, both well-known and indie-produced titles. We learn how creating characters can tell us a lot about the games themselves. Check us out today anywhere you can get podcasts or on the One Shot Podcast Network at OneShotPodcast.com.